Yeah. And I think also one of the questions maybe asked a lot, how you can uh, close the gap between what's done in simulating Xenobot and reality. And that's, I think, one of the questions at the community, how we can close this gap. And in yeah, this research, it's almost like the accuracy is so high, just how we manage also to do that. Yeah, so the, the sim to real gap is a fascinating unsolved problem. You know, researchers yeah. have been working on this uh, since the early 1990s. Nick Jacobi at the University of Sussex in England was one of, was the one who named it the reality gap. Um, this is this has been a focus for a very long time. When you're working with soft materials, the gap looks particularly scary because obviously mm -hmm. in soft materials there's lots of nonlinearities complex uh you know friction things are going mm -hmm. on a lot of my colleagues have kind of thrown up their hand and said there is it's impossible to cross the sim to real gap for particular types of soft robots and they they might be right but i'm, yeah. I'm more of an optimist i think um again you can exploit the rich dynamics of soft materials to actually narrow the sim to real gap if you have something that is that is soft, you can actually make extremely high friction with the ground, which means, for example, that if you don't model the friction coefficients uh, perfectly, it's okay you, because yeah. you have very high friction. Um, uh, or you can, again, with soft material, you can create a smooth surface that has extremely low friction. So again, if you don't get the, the low friction coefficient exactly right, it's good enough. The, the robot is going to evolve the ability to walk, assuming that it either has very high friction or very low friction. So you're kind of, um, you're making two, two discrete bins, high and low friction. And, you know, they're so far apart from one another, those two bins, that if you don't get the boundary, you don't model the boundary right, that's okay. So that's just kind of one example of how actually thinking carefully about embodiment can lead you to the realization that you can actually exploit embodiment to make the gap narrower rather than larger. Mm -hmm. One other one other approach to the sim to real problem that I think uh, a growing number of roboticists is uh, embracing is real to sim. Mm -hmm. So once you deploy a machine to the world, you know, and that machine generates large amounts of data, you can use machine learning methods to collect all that data and automatically refine your model, your SIM, to, to more closely match reality. Um, th that's something I worked on with, with Hod Lipson um, back in the 2000s, and, and a lot of other people have taken that much farther since then. But uh, again, that, I think we can exploit modern AI methods to use real to sim to help with yeah. sim to real. That's interesting.